Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and boy, we're set, Michelle, to have a great show mm -hmm. this week. I know each and every week having different guests on. I just had the opportunity uh uh, uh, the other week to be at Vince Gill's house. Vince Gill and Amy Grant had a great time there interviewing Vince, and that's going to be coming out here in the few, next uh, few weeks or so. Nice. And uh, boy, we just had really, you know, a lot of great, a lot of great guests and a lot of great thoughts coming out. Markets have been crazy choppy for those of you that are out there and paying attention to what's going on in the market. If you like roller coasters without a seatbelt, <laughs> Uh, then, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're good for what's going on with the markets. I know one of the things, Michelle, uh, for us and for the clients we're working with out there is we've actually really used a lot of off-traded strategy and, and actually for our actively traded, which is uh, things that are kind of quote-unquote tied to markets to some degree, we've been in cash. What does that mean? It means we haven't lost money at all over the last couple months, and that is huge. That is huge uh, for the folks we're working with. And, and mm -hmm. I know uh, we got a lot of good things we want to talk about today. Got Lori Simmons coming on, uh, as yeah. well as talking about the Big Dog Ranch. She's involved with Cheney Brothers and uh, a variety of other high-end uh, building companies. And, and Danny coming on a little later, talking about tax planning, advanced tax planning, right? Right. And that's the thing is really starting the plan. You want to plan for your taxes and, and taxes to continue on because, you know, mm. I, I don't see them stopping anytime soon. I don't see uh, <laughs> the government all of a sudden saying, you know what, you don't have to pay taxes just because you've uh, entered into retirement or changed uh, a life phase. I, I don't see that happening. My crystal ball shows that that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. And my crystal ball doesn't even work anymore. Right. I threw it away. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes it fun and exciting. Well, the Dow has been really choppy, I'll tell you. So, but good yeah. thing is, is there's some good ways to uh, circumvent that and take care of that. And I know a lot of things you wanted to cover this segment before we jump into some of those other inter interviews. Right. And you know what, Mike, you mentioned just the volatility. And I heard a statistic earlier this week that said that between November of uh, 2015, the year we just, you know, just left. And then this February of 2016, there was more than $1 trillion that was lost in the stock market. But if yeah. you're trying to figure out, okay, what ways can I avoid losing the money that mm. I've worked so hard to achieve during this time? There are ways. And it's interesting because we recently spoke with Sam Stovall. He's the chief equity strategist at S&P Capital. And he says the stock market could be experiencing a difficult year. But then he says... You know, it might not be. People assume that if January is down, that the whole year is down. Mm -hmm. But actually, it's more like if it's up, it's confidence. If it's down in January, it's confusion. And I think that that's what we are likely to experience. Because for the remaining 11 months of the year, when we've had such a bad January to start, it's a coin toss as to whether the market is up or down. 
Now, Sam, of course, is talking about the possibility of more confusion in the markets this year. And we've seen this volatility and the up and the down. But, Michael, how can we take some of that confusion out of our investments? You mentioned moving into cash so folks mm. don't have to worry about that volatility. What are some other ways? Yeah, you know, and that may not be appropriate for everybody. It depends on their story. Uh, there's a lot of different investments out there. It's important to to remember, uh, Michelle, you know, as people are looking there at their investment structure, and we kind of share this week to week, but I think truth is important to be repeated because, you know, things that work are just flat out things that work, whether the people like them or not, or whether they love it or not, or whether they want to, you know, going to the gym uh, mm -hmm. and eating healthy works. Right. It helps you feel better. It helps you be better. It helps you live better. So when you look at your investment perspective or structure, I guess is a better way to say it, you want to say, okay, what are my goals? What am I trying to achieve? What do I want to do? What are my charitable and, you know, desires down the road and put all that together, really engineer a plan and not just allow your monies to be out there and ride and ebb and flow with the market. I think one of the things for us that we look at is not a particular, you know, investment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem is too many people out there, they're looking for the silver bullet. Right. You know, what's going to give me six, seven, eight, ten percent, 12 percent, whatever, every year and never lose money ever and uh, be totally safe. And I have full access to it and all of these things that just are unrealistic. So I think the important thing is to realize, you know, as we've mentioned in the past, which is important again to re reiterate, and that is, Michelle, the fact that you can't have your cake and eat it too. And anytime you gain something, you have to give something up to get it. So you have to understand what is your desire with your portfolio. Now, from an investment perspective, there's a lot of different things that are out there. There's a lot of investments, Michelle, that are on market, mm -hmm. meaning that they will move up and down with the volatility of the market. Not all are created equal. We have an actively traded account through uh, uh, my advisory firm, which is Wall Private Wealth. And that particular account, that's the one where I said I actually manage and I took clients to cash, meaning that we sold out everything and we went on the sidelines basically in October of 2015. So all of the volatility that's been happening you know, basically since January, like craziness, markets have been down big since the beginning of the year. We have missed out on all of that, meaning we have not lost any money. And then there's other investments that are non-traded, meaning they kick nice yields. They're in different property structures where they're going to kick nice, consistent yields. And those are things that have been consistent over the years and done really, really well for people. And then the other side of the coin, which is totally off of the market. Mm -hmm. It's more on the safe side of life with certain guarantees offered through uh, some different insurance companies, that sort of thing. You know, the whole annuity word that's out there that's bad or good or whatever. And by the way, annuities for for um, fair game really got a bad name for a lot of years. And right. some annuities are not good. Some of them are horrible. Some of them I would never recommend, but there are some out there that are very good. So it's important to evaluate what are the fee structures? How does it work? How long is the, the tenure and, and all of those things? What's the liquidity options? So, you, you know, you want to have a balanced approach and you want to be looking at all of the tools from all ends of the perspective, all ends of the spectrum, really, when you, when you look at the financial world and kind of say, okay, let's create a blended portfolio that ultimately meets the goals of the consumer. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how you put yourself in a situation where you're okay. Because, you know, Michelle, as you know, we've been had, we've blessed to have the opportunity to share insight through different media for several years now. And, you know, what you hear from, from different market folks is really not a lot of clarity. Right. Because nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. Exactly. 
Nobody knows for sure. But what we do know is we've been on a significant bull run. Uh, we knew also that the Patriots were not going to win the, win I the, know. Uh, super, oh, the super Bowl. I know. You're killing right? me there, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though uh, even though a lot of people said, hey, contrary to popular belief, the Patriots are going to find a way to get back in there. You know, uh, So they did not win. And just like people don't know exactly what's going to happen with their investments, right. it's important to create a plan, have a well-rounded approach. And I gotta, I gotta tell you, you know, we have a we have a client that's coming on board, fairly large client here, uh, just recently, and he's lost a fair amount of money over the course of the last couple months, several hundred thousand dollars, and he's not with us, but he's saying, Mike, you know, I'm with a big house, mm-hmm. and my advisor, his current advisor, is basically telling him, hang in there, remember, we're in it for the long run, and all that. And yes, those are all good things to evaluate. But it's always good to have a second opinion, and maybe there's a different strategy that resonates with what he's trying to accomplish. Right. And that's exactly where we connected. And when we chatted through the story and basically just look at it and saying, hey, we're not right for everybody, but let's chat about this. We found out that we were the perfect fit, and so consequently we're creating a plan for him that's going to help him take a lot of the heartburn away when the markets are kind of up and down and all over the place. Right. And that's really the the thing. And I love how you mentioned that, Michael, of getting a second opinion, because when you think about it, you get a diagnosis from a doctor. You want to get a second opinion. You would do mm. that with your medical health. Why wouldn't you do that with your financial health yeah. of just, hey, this is what somebody said. But what do you think? Let me get a different point of view. And that's really what you and the team do is you're able to look at somebody's portfolio, look at what they have and say, okay, but have you thought about this? And it's really an education. It's not a sale. It's an education of here are some different options that you may not have known about. Right, right. And you know, what's interesting is, uh, again, I mentioned in the show will be coming out in a little bit when we were at Vince Gill's house. It was really cool to be in uh, his and Amy uh, Grant's house and mm-hmm. sitting in the guitar room and talking about things. One of the things that he said that I thought was really crucial, and this is in any industry, and of course, Vince is wildly successful. If you're not a country fan, he's a huge deal. He's got a new CD coming out, but also he is, uh, he's been on over a thousand records of other, other artists, wow. not just country, but other artists. One of the things that he said that really resonated with me is he said, you know, you need to know when you need to get out of your own way. Mm. Sometimes, you know, we're, we're caught up by being in a situation where we think we know more than we actually do. And by, you know, kind of really finalizing our thoughts on that process, we're in our own way. We're in our own way to success. So sometimes we need to step on the sideline and say, you know what? I need to step aside and listen to other people. I know I spend a lot of money on coaching throughout the years. I spend a lot of money to learn more in our industry because I want to continue to learn and grow in what we do. Exactly. And, and that's important. So you got to get out of your own way sometimes, Michelle, to really allow that success to happen. Right. And let me give you the phone number so you can get out of your own way and really get the help that you need in order to protect what you have accumulated over these recent years, over your lifetime of working. 866-943-2351. That is the phone number to call. Call in, set up an appointment. Come on in and see Michael and the team and say, hey, help me protect. Tell me about these tools and strategies you were talking about on the radio show. 866-943-2351. I want you to stay tuned because coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, we're going to have two very special guests in the studio on the show. It is going to be Lori Simmons and Danny Lassiter, and they are going to be talking about the Big Dog Rescue Ranch. You don't want to miss it. That's on the way next. 
folks, Michael Wall here. I want to take a moment away from the show to tell you about an organization that I believe is making a real difference in the world. Big Dog Ranch Rescue in Wellington is the largest no-kill animal rescue in the entire Southeast. Over the years, they've done an incredible job of rescuing thousands of unwanted dogs and puppies and then successfully placing those animals into loving homes. And I can tell you that the adoptees who give the gift of life to these dogs see their own lives enriched in return. If you're looking for a worthwhile organization to support, I hope you'll consider Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And check them out at bdrr.org. That's bdrr.org. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Well, welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and uh, we're joined here this segment with a couple special guests, Danny Lassiter, which is my partner actually in Wall Lassiter and Company. She's also very involved with the Big Dog Ranch and Lori Simmons, special guest. And Lori is actually quite a story. She is the president and owner of the Simmons Interiors Group, as well as the vice president of Simmons Building Corp all kind of designed around high-end projects, building projects, not only uh, in the Palm Beach area, but throughout the country, as well as her family owns Cheney Brothers, if you've ever heard of them. Great big company and good company, does a lot of good things. And founder and president of the Big Dog Ranch, uh, Big Dog Ranch Rescue, I guess. So, Lori, uh, thanks for joining us today. Well, I'm happy to be here and happy to tell our story about Dog rescue and the difference we're making throughout the southeast of the United States and saving lives. Absolutely. And I know, Danny, you had talked about the idea of uh, having Lori on board and, and your involvement there. And you've been involved with Big Dog Ranch now for how long? I've been involved with the ranch uh, since I moved back down here to South Florida since 2009. And that's when we had about, let's see, 40 dogs in rescue. And I think I was the only one that had all of the Labrador retrievers at that point in time, (laughs) which is, uh, it's pretty funny because now uh, if I tried to keep all of the Labrador retrievers, I would have to have mm, a few hundred acres, I feel like, because there's so many of them. Mm. The rescue has just grown substantially Mm. over the years. It's amazing. You know, folks, I was not familiar with the need, I'll say, of rescue. And, you know, a lot of times people, families, especially with kids, you know, we have four little kids, they think about getting a dog or think about getting an animal. And oftentimes they'll think, okay, we want to go to a breeder or get something, you know, kind of fresh and new, if you will, looking for puppies. But there's a lot of dogs out there that uh, need rescued, aren't there? Without a doubt, 10 years ago was the first time when I was helping out with only Weimaraners at the time and had stepped in as a foster home for Weimaraner Rescue. First time I walked into a shelter was at Miami-Dade Animal Services and was just overwhelmed with the amount of adoptable dogs that were sitting there looking, waiting for their forever homes that were about to be euthanized. And from Mm. that point forward, I said I needed to do something, and we certainly have. Hmm. And Lori, let me, yeah, because I I love this story, and I I just want to kind of ask when you you got that vision, what helped you to say, okay, you know, a lot of people walk into a shelter and they want to do something, but you were mobilized in order to Hmm. do something. Tell me Mm -hmm. a little bit about uh, about that process? Well, you know, I was overwhelmed with clients. We had five homes under construction at the time, uh, 10,000 square feet and up, and I had nine designers working for me. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to pull this off? But I got to do something. I walked out of that shelter crying because so many kennel cards had been pulled that day. And the most beautiful, adorable family dogs that were just strictly out of time. Um, Shelters are so overwhelmed with the amount of dogs coming in every day. They can only keep them for three to five days because Mm. there's only so many dollars that the counties give them, Mm. and they've only got so much space. So beautiful, adorable, adoptable dogs. And as I walked through that shelter, I picked out 200 dogs that I wanted to save. Of course, I didn't have space at that time. We had a, (laughs) but for, and at that point, we ended up, I ended up going out, getting a facility that was five acres Mm. that we could save about 250 dogs a year and quickly, quickly outgrew that, went into our next one. So, um, wow. It's, you know, just seeing it, making it happen. Um, you know, was a vision that I wasn't sure how we were going to pull it off, but we have. We've grown into the largest no-kill dog rescue in the Southeast, currently saving about 2,500 lives a year. Wow. And I've uh, just broken ground on a brand new facility on 33 acres off Okeechobee Boulevard in uh, Loxachi Groves. And our goal is to save over 5,000 a year. It seems like the more that you bring in, the more there are. I mean, where are all the dogs coming from? It never ends. I mm. mean, and honestly, I get about 600 emails a day from mm. shelters that are trying to get to no-kill. They Most of them do not want to kill these animals. They strictly don't have the resources to care for them or the space. Um, so it's... They're coming from shelters all over the southeast because people have either moved. Uh, during 2008, up until about last year, I would say 80% of it was due to people losing their homes, their mm-hmm. jobs. Um, you know, everybody knows about the economic downturn. And, you know, it catapults into also, you know, lose, not having enough money to care for your family or mm-hmm. keep your home or Keep your rent up if you're renting, and the dogs are the ones that suffer. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I know, Danny, you uh, have been involved again there for quite some time and seen a lot of stories. And every time I see pictures of you on Facebook, it seems like you got <laughs> you got a big crew in your house, right? I've you know I, I've toned it down a little bit because now I have a child, but I used yeah. to foster five or six dogs at a time um, back in the day, and it was um, you know once I kind of I'm kind of like Lori, uh, we're not all this way, but once I dipped my toe in, I kind of just took a dive, right? You can't. It's so hard to say no, and poor Lori, you know I I'm one of the ones that's guilty of sending her an email probably every day of some new dog, um, but I mean locally we have this issue too down in Miami now where these people are just letting the dogs go out mm. in the woods and uh, they didn't listen to Bob Barker and get their dogs uh, spayed mm. and neutered. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, <laughs> you know, it's funny, but it's not because this yeah. is one of the biggest problems is mm-hmm. these dogs are breeding out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's all these, I mean, these are puppies and I mean, it's out of control. Mm. Uh, if you look at there's... Um, Shelters that are not shelters, but there's rescues just targeted towards that. And I know we go down there almost on a weekly basis and try to pick, you know, pick some of them up. But it's a huge problem. And Mm. people don't realize this. They're not just at the shelters, but they're breeding out there in the woods. Mm. And it's it's a big problem. Now, how about getting the dogs into loving families and loving homes? I mean, I would think that would be 
a little bit of a challenge. Obviously, raising money is a big part of the process. And I know, Lori, we talked about the fact that you guys, one of the things I think stands out about you is unlike some other societies, um, all of your people are basically volunteers. I mean, you have uh, just a small handful of people that are kind of being paid, but it's not significant. And so the majority of all the funds go to save dogs. Um, but what, what, about, what about actually being in a situation where you, you take those dogs, you rescue them, and then kind of get them into the, the family structure. Does that take some time? Is there a typical process there? How does that typically work? Um, we actually, once we bring the dogs in to rescue, they go through what we call a two-week quarantine period. Hmm. Um, 80% of the dogs coming out of shelters are subject exposed to what we call kennel cough. There's 14 form, uh, different kinds of upper respiratory. So the chances of the hmm. dog coming down with kennel cough, which is... To us, like a common flu, common virus, cold, um, are high. So mm-hmm. they all go into a two-week quarantine period. Um, 80% of them are going to come down with it, and we have to treat them for two weeks. So usually from the time the dog comes in to us that we rescue them on their last day in a shelter, they've got a three- to four-week period before they're actually available for adoption. Um, our veterinarians that are at our facility, we have five vet techs. Um, we actually have 56 employees that work at Big Dog Ranch wow. because although we'd love to rely on all volunteers, volunteers have mm. to support themselves so they can come mm-hmm. out when it's convenient. And mm. Our dogs need taken care of every day. So the dogs are there for a period of three to four weeks, and then they go onto our website, onto Pet Finder. Adopt a pet and all the other sites we can expose them on. Mm-hmm. And people see them on the website or they just drop by Big Dog Ranch and want to adopt a dog. But we get an average of about 40 to 50 dogs out a week into wonderful homes. Wow. And by the way, folks, I'm on the site right now. And uh, where you want to go to is bdrr.org. Again, bdrr, just like Big Dog Ranch Rescue, bdrr. Org. And what she's talking about there, as far as the dogs being on the site, if you go under the, the link on the top, it says adopt. And then you click on adoptable dogs. You'll be able to go ahead and click on all of the dogs that you can see that Danny and Lori currently have at their home that they can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't yeah. have them all at your house. No. Yeah. Michelle wants to take a few dogs home, right, Michelle? I do. Actually, the dog I scout who I love is a rescue. What I find is rescue dogs are really just quite grateful it's almost like they understand where they were and he is just a love bug and I um, and a big supporter of rescue dogs and all of that and and I wanted to ask both Danny and Lori really what kind of was your first motivation of you know did did your family think you were crazy when all of a sudden you had all these dogs <laughs> coming home or what? <laughs> Oh, without a doubt. So my first trip down to the shelter, I was actually at a dog show um, in South Carolina with my son's Weimariner. Mm-hmm. We had a contract from hell with a breeder that <laughs> made me truck his dog around all over the country to get his points. And I was asked to help out with the Weimariner rescue. And like I said, the first time I went down to actually pick up a dog from for them mm-hmm. was in Miami-Dade, and this Weimariner had a broken leg. He'd been there for a week and a half, 
it was too late to save the leg. Mm. So I took it to every vet in town trying to find a way to save it. But they said it, you know, too late, had to come off. So I fostered him um, and, you know, told my family, I said, this is horrible. I can't stop crying about Mm -hmm. all the wonderful dogs down there that, you know, I couldn't take with me. So two weeks later, I went back and got 17 dogs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Called all my friends. I had nine of them at our house up on Loxachi River Road. My husband and my family thought I was crazy, but they, <laughs> sure. so they you know, fell in love with mm. every single one we had there, and we were able to get them into homes. And mm. from that led to my husband telling me our house is not a kennel. Yeah. My housekeepers were quitting right and left because I'd have three moms with pregnant moms and they'd have litter of puppies. Right. And, you know, our four car air conditioned garage and the second two car air conditioned garage, everybody's cars were sent outside and it was full of Pops. moms yeah. with puppies, moms and, and, puppies and all that. Yeah. And he said, okay, listen, it's time to get a facility. And yeah. so one thing led to another and we got our first five acre facility, which we quickly outgrew within a year, mm. and our second facility, um, and which is about thirty thousand square feet, but it was a wildlife center. Mm. So we kind of adapted it to dogs. It really wasn't perfect for dogs, but we've just broken ground on our brand new thirty-three acre, fifty-five thousand square foot facility, which is totally designed for. The benefit of the dogs, they'll be cage-free in 12 by mm. 12 rooms with mm. two to three dogs per room. Nice. A proper intake center, a quarantine center, a veterinary clinic, a visitor center. It's just going to be amazing. And with our, you know, phase two, we'll have an education center because that's really going to be the end to this cycle of homeless mm. dogs is teaching people about spay and neuter and not going to a puppy store because all of your doing you're doing is promoting more of the same more of the same yeah. puppy mill dogs that never ever get out of a cage they're bred mm. there they eat there they have their puppies there and all these puppy mills up in the midwest that are bringing in you know hundreds of thousands of dogs into Florida every year and being sold in pet stores Mm. when there's wonderful, adorable, adoptable dogs and puppies that are already born that are in a rescue somewhere Mm. that need a home. Need a home. Somewhere to go. Yep. Yep. And we're going to listen to more about these stories and how you can get involved. By the way, share us your uh, story about adoptable dogs or whether you adopted or, you know, if you have a story in general about a rescue, share it with us at Lean on the Wall. Again, at Lean on the Wall is our Twitter handle. And For more, stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. You know what the stock market is going to do next week? Of course you don't. Nobody knows. Not even the so-called experts on the financial news channels. The fact is, today's financial environment is more complex than ever, and you need a solid team of professionals to help you maximize your wealth. That's why it's time to lean on the wall, as in Michael Wall, and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in strategies designed to help you preserve and grow the retirement portfolio you've worked so hard to build. They can assist you with everything from tax and estate planning to wealth management. Give them a call at 866-943-2351. 
and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 866-943-2351 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. Well, welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're having a great conversation today. Uh, just kind of taking a little bit of a break from the financial side of life and talking about some things that are really important here with Lori Simmons, owner of a couple of different companies, as well as her family owns Cheney Brothers. Uh, she's very involved in high-end design of um, really more boutique and higher-end homes. And Danny Lasseter, my partner, Wall Lasseter, is here with us and talking about the Big Dog Ranch and some other things and just issues that we face in this country uh, with dogs in general. You know, folks, a lot of times when we meet with people and we sit down and uh, folks continue to, obviously, in, in where the markets are now, it's turmoil. We've been in cash for a couple months, so we've been in a place where we haven't had any clients lose money, actually, over the last couple months, which is phenomenal. But one of the things we see when we sit down and really create a plan is we want to talk about engineering a plan in such a way that you can live life and do what you want to do financially, but also be in a place where you can leave legacy in a way that it makes sense. And, you know, one of the things that I think is really important is those who pay attention with their finances are able to do more with their finances. And so what we want to do is we want to pay attention. We want to engineer a plan that makes sense so you can do what you want to do, live the way you want to live, leave the legacy you want to leave, but then include while you're living and when you walk out on life, good organizations, organizations that actually give monies back to do quality work. You know, we talked a little bit last segment about some of the other rescues out there and how a lot of their staff are paid high salaries. And one of the things that we talked about, you know, about the Big Dog Ranch is they are not that way. And I know, Michelle, we, we want to make sure we're promoting organizations that are quality that add value. Exactly. And if you're sitting out there and you're hearing the story, you're hearing what Lori is saying and what Danny is saying, and you're thinking, I would love to be a part of that, or I would love to be able to donate or leave a legacy Michael and the team at Wall Financial Group can help you do that. Let me give you the phone number. Give them a call, set up an appointment, ask about how you can do that, not just for the Big Dog Rescue Ranch, but for other charities that you may be really passionate about. Let me give you this phone number. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. I, for one, am all about rescues. I have a rescue in my house now, my Scouty, who I love. Uh, <laughs> he is uh, very, very good. And again, I would go to any kind of rescue because I think, Lori, you were talking about how these dogs are, you know, they're, they're already trained. A lot of them are dogs that were family dogs that for some reason the family could not any longer take care of this dog. And so they're already potty trained. They're already uh, used to being around people. And there's not necessarily a gamble that a lot of people think that it may be of, oh, I got to get a puppy and train it myself. Uh, I rescued Scout and he was about two and a half, three. And it was great because he was already potty trained and uh, he just came in kind of like ready-made dog. <laughs> 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 I mean, the good thing about Big Dog Ranch Rescue, we've already had these dogs in our care mm. for anywhere from two two weeks to a month. Mm. So we know if they're good with kids or mm -hmm. other dogs or if they're housebroken and what they're going to be like, high energy or whatever. So by coming to adopt a dog at Big Dog Ranch Rescue, we do our best to fit 
the right dog with the right family. But by adopting a dog that's not a puppy, your couch is not going to be too <laughs> right. to get home. Yeah. Your baseboards are your favorite pair of <laughs> shoes. And, yeah. you know, so the dogs that have already been through the puppyhood and yeah. trust me, we have plenty of puppies out there too for people <laughs> that feel like they have to do that. But, you know, these dogs are ready to go. And like you said, they're so grateful to have a home. And mm. in our new facility, which is going to be totally cage-free, mm-hmm. there will be 100 rooms that are 12 by 12, and they have in-and-out access to half-acre play yards. These dogs will live in a home-like mm. environment. So we will be able to know even more about their habits and in a home, which will get them into homes quicker. Yeah. Um, What's the benefit? I know, Danny, we've talked about the importance, and Laura, you're mentioning cage-free. For those that are out there listening to that, and they're saying, oh, cage-free, you know, I hear that. I kind of think I know what that means. But what is that? what's the benefit really to the dog? Well, there's a lot of dogs that are at um, humane societies. They're at these shelters. They're at um, even, you know, we don't have as many in the crates at the ranch because we have so much, the, the spaces are so much bigger, but now they're going to be completely cage free. So what the benefit is, is there's some dogs actually, I mean, if they're cooped up all the time like that, I mean, they can't get out their energy. Mm. Um, you know, luckily we have a lot of volunteers that come out and walk them, but it takes a lot more resources mm-hmm. to make sure that the dog has what it needs as far as, you know, if you're cooped up in a crate all day long, right. I mean, it's going to drive you crazy, right? right? It's almost like being in prison in solitary confinement. Right. So, you know, this is much better for the dogs to be in a natural environment where they can socialize and play and, uh, you know, be outside and get, get the attention and everything that they need. Yeah. Now, I know, Laura, you had talked about the importance of uh, also discussing the cause. And I know, obviously, as a nonprofit, you know, nonprofits are always in a place where they're raising money. And, and folks, obviously, one of the things we want to be looking at out there, and that's why as we create a plan, instead of just kind of people thinking mentally, okay, I'll give here and I'll give there and I'll give here and I'll give there. Uh, and then maybe, well, I don't have enough to give there. Maybe I'm not sure if I want to give here. That's really the beauty of engineering and creating the right financial plan around your portfolio. Because think about it like this, by the way. I mentioned a little bit earlier that we have not lost money for our clients in the market, right? Over the last couple of months, we've been in cash, which is great. A lot of people I've talked to that have come in, they've been down. Now think about this. Would you rather take that money that you just lost in the market and lose it, or would you rather give it to an organization like Big Dog Ranch? That's the beauty of creating and having a plan, a financial plan that actually works. And that's what we see the difference between what we do in some of the big houses. Um, and, and one of the things I know um, you had said, Lori, is the importance of naming rights on some of the buildings. I know some of you that are out there, you know, you like to just give anonymously to charities and, and you don't really want your name on a plaque and you just want to be involved in a process and, you know, you don't want the left hand to know what the right hand's doing as, as, as the scripture says. But some of you are in a place where you're okay with that. And you kind of saying, you know, it's important for people to see that we were involved in things and, and we want our family to have some recognition as time moves along and kind of leave a legacy that way to see. So that way our kids and their kids and their kids can see that we were involved and interested in these types of things. And I know, uh, Lori, there's some opportunity here. we got a couple minutes left, but there's some opportunity here for folks to be able to do that, right? Yes, at our new 33-acre, 55,000-square-foot facility, we've raised about $2 million. We still need to raise another million and a half in the next six months to get this thing finished. So there's lots of opportunities where you can put your name and build a whole veterinary clinic. We've still got 60 rooms um, that we need to build out where we're going to have the shell up, but we won't be able to finish them. And each one of those rooms 
have the opportunity to have your name on it forever. Each one of those rooms will save over 300 dogs a year mm. for on and on and on. So it's really a legacy of life-saving if you want to get involved and help us get this new facility finished. That's great. So each room is going to save a little bit over 300 dogs a year. And, you know, again, folks, there's a lot of charities that are out there. I'm a big believer of we're, we're very charity-minded in what we do. And I think you've heard us over the years of just the importance of giving back. But one of the reasons I wanted to have Lori on the show and Danny on the show is obviously I, I learned about the Big Dog Grandstanding through you. But then obviously learned about Lori and your story a little bit through Danny. And it's important, folks, that we get behind things where the money is not wasted. You know, we hear so many things going on in, the, in today's day and age and the political scene and all the nonsense back and forth across the aisle. Money is just flowing and wasted like crazy. And so for me, it's important to kind of say, listen, let's make sure that we do two things. Number one, get our money in order. Get ourselves a plan in place that works financially. And that's on you, by the way. If you're out there and you're not happy what's happening financially and you're not making changes, that's on you. Second thing is get your money working for you effectively. Wouldn't you rather have your monies be in a place where it's actually adding real value to organizations, to people, to things, to dogs, to, you know, things like that? And, and we have just a minute or two left here, actually about a minute left. I want to give you the kind of the end here. But is there anything else, ladies, you'd like to say that you think is important for the listeners out there? Spay and neuter your pets, get involved (laughs) in helping save innocent lives Mm. of adoptable dogs. And what Big Dog Ranch Rescue really wants to do is set an example for humane animal care and for education, for spay and neuter, and ending this senseless euthanasia of adoptable dogs throughout the country. So Mm. we have a lot ahead of us, a lot of work to do, and we'd love for you to help us get there. If you can't donate, foster. If you can't Mm. foster, volunteer. If you can't volunteer, share an image on Mm. Facebook. You Mm -hmm. would be surprised. I've gotten so many dogs adopted through social media. Mm -hmm. So there is something that you can do. Even if it's something small, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. And folks, one of the things that we're going to start doing as well, and Danny, I'll let you keep me or really let the team keep us accountable on this. We're going to start sharing some pics here and there uh, from our Twitter handle at lean on the wall. So if you're, you've been involved in the process of a rescue or you want to be involved, uh, share your story at lean on the wall and, and let's kind of get involved and make this happen. And that's, that was a great point, Danny, because even if you're in a place now where you can't donate, you can volunteer. You may be in a place down the road where you can donate. So, you know, the idea is getting involved in something that actually is bigger than you, right? So Lori, thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate you taking some time out. Thank you for having us and helping us spread the word about rescue dogs. Absolutely. And Danny, as always, it's great to have you on the show. Great to be on the show. Going to be talking about some tax stuff in a little bit. So uh, stay tuned for that. And I know, uh, Michelle, you had some other thoughts before we leave the break. Absolutely. Uh, Again, Danny, Lori, thank you so much for joining us here at the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. And again, if you are moved by the story, you're trying to figure out how you can leave a legacy. Michael and the team can help you out. Let me give you that phone number. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. Stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall on the way next. It used to be that you worked hard, saved as much as you could, and then retired with whatever you ended up with. But now, life is a lot more complicated. You have to plan your retirement, not only to keep what you've earned, but also to keep your portfolio growing throughout your retirement years. 
And that's why you need to talk with Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in helping families protect and grow their wealth. They do that with a variety of strategies, including advanced tax and estate planning. Give them a call at 866-943-2351 and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 866-943-2351 or visit leanonthewall.com. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. My name is Michelle Wright. Let me go ahead and give you our phone number here. It's 866-943-2351. And that right there, the temptations with the way you do the things you do. You first heard that one on your radio back in 1964. And here's what I'm wondering, because we're talking about taxes and sometimes people just do the things they do the way they do them because they don't know any other way to do them. But (laughs) (laughs) we have got Danny Lassiter. She is joining us again right now along with Michael Wall. And we're going to be talking about taxes because it is about planning and setting up a, a way to do them. So you don't always have to do the way that somebody's told you to do it. And it's not the most beneficial way. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we just got done talking about the Big Dog Ranch and the importance of that with Lori and Danny. And, uh, of course, Danny is uh, our partner in Wall, Laster and Company. And for those of you that are out there that are listening to this that are not familiar with where that company came from, I think it is important to give you a little bit of background because it'll help you to understand where we are in general. By the way, at any time, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com to learn more about each company. That will be helpful and beneficial for you as well. But, you know, what happened, Michelle, really is I started my first company in 2001, and we've been very blessed over the years to help a lot of folks obviously manage their wealth, protect their wealth, leave legacy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, create estate planning and all that. And and just in the, in the process, you know, we ran into a lot of advanced tax planning issues. And even myself, as the companies grew, you know, I started to make more money and, you know, you start giving more to the government, which mm-hmm. is your biggest uh, beneficiary, which everybody loves, right, Uncle Sam? <laughs> And so, you know, I started to say, okay, are there some things that we can do? Well, I went out and I got some designations that are a very kind of a select group. There's only about 300 people or so in the country that have the designation of certified tax coach. And I'm not a CPA. I'm not an accountant. I'm not a tax attorney, nor do I want to do taxes, really. Uh, So, you know, I was really kind of praying through, to be honest, uh, the process. And I ended up meeting with Danny. And Danny uh, is uh, now my partner in Wall, Laster & Company. She was a kind of a high-profile tax attorney for Gunster Law, which is a big law firm down here in South Florida. And uh, she, she's really worked with clients over the country and business structures and deals and all kinds of real big stuff. So she had a desire to kind of branch out and really kind of help a client in a way that was a little bit more boutique than what she was experiencing in Gunster. And uh, so that's kind of where that originally started. We've been connecting together for quite some time now. And really our average client, I'll, I'll steal the, the thunder here, even though Danny's done a lot of the work on that side. I'm the pretty face. She's the, she's the nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, of course. But uh, yeah, she's laughing in case you're wondering. Uh, but at the end of the day, what's cool is our average client last year, well, this is what's really neat, has saved about $40,000 a year in taxes. 
Wow. And uh, per client. Now, one of the things that's important to know if you're listening out there, most of our, we, this is not a typical, you know, churn and burn tax shop where just, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing the old general come in and do your tax return. Typical clients are, you know, making three to $350,000 a year and up. A lot of times they're entrepreneurs, you know, or just professionals that are in a place where they need to get a different set of eyes because their current accountant, not that they're a bad person, but is primarily a historian and looking in the past. And mm-hmm. we're coming up to tax time. That was a long, uh, long setup, but I wanted to give folks, if they haven't kind of tuned into that, uh, a little bit of setup of who we are and why. And I know, Danny, you've seen a lot of things going on, and even some of the current tax plans that we're working on currently that are going on even now, of course, with tax season coming up and in tax season, it's heightened in people's eyes. Absolutely, Mike. And, the, you know, the sad thing is that this time of year, I mean, people are like, well, what can I do now for 2015? Mm. Well, unfortunately, there's not too much that you can do for 2015 because that's that's history. Last year. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, a lot of uh, CPAs and accountants and tax professionals, they focus on, you know, they, they get you give them your stack of receipts and they, you know, essentially you've already written your history. Mm-hmm. So they're just putting it in a box for you. And that's what we don't want to focus on. What, what I we encourage our clients to do is to focus on this year uh, and to structure accordingly. And there are, you know, the, the tax code is constantly changing and there's over 74 thousand pages of wow. tax code, mm. which, um, you know, I, and I don't like to sit there and read it. I mean, unfortunately, you like it more to. than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately I have to, yeah, but, you yeah. know, that's, we're focusing on mm. those changes and those laws in order to help our clients to form their history for this year. So we're not just looking back. We're, we're proactively looking forward and structuring and doing things accordingly so we can take advantage of all those quote unquote loopholes in the code. Loopholes is not a bad word, hmm. by the way. A lot of people think it's taking advantage, but they put it in the code for you to take advantage of. Yeah. So that is what we do. So Danny, let me ask a question. With that, if somebody's sitting there now, now is the time to be planning for, I guess, what you file next year. And so you're looking to for this 2016, but what you're doing, if I'm understanding, is you're making sure that you're looking now so you can be able to tell folks, this is what you need to be doing. You can do this here and here, and that will help you with your taxes. Is that correct? Absolutely. Now, you know, that that's a good point because, you know, you can't just take advantage of the codes at the end of the year. What you have to do is you have to structure yourself appropriately. You have to keep the appropriate receipts. You have to put the appropriate plans in place in order to take advantage of those laws. Mm. Uh, because, you know, we're, we're not, a lot of people get scared by the word advanced tax planning. Uh, we are not in the gray area here. We're focusing on the black and white, the, the law that is in place, uh, but we're making sure we are structuring you legally and, you know, tax wise and following that code to take advantage and also to have backup to show that you did everything appropriately. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that at the end of the year with a stack of receipts. You're not, you can't, you have to focus and you have to be proactive. You know, it's interesting, uh, Michelle, one of the things that we've seen over the years, and uh, again, you know, I think one of the neat things about um, having the connection here with Annie is she is, uh, she's a tax attorney, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there's a lot of accountants and CPAs that are great people. But, you know, that's kind of their job is to do the return, you know, to kind of put the right things in the right boxes and and do the return, uh, stay up to date on everything that they need to to, in order to do that, which is important and necessary. But, you know, as a tax attorney, the the goal is to kind of be a little higher level and look at actual structure, look at where things are, look for red flags and really look for places to say, you know, um, 
you know, maybe, maybe depending on where a business is, maybe it's a, a more of an infancy business and they're only making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And, and maybe they're in a place where they're not going to save, you know, $50,000 in taxes by restructuring here and there. But maybe there are significant flags that are kind of alerting the IRS potentially for them to have an audit. You know, essentially, there's, there's little things there that she's looking. So it's not just necessarily always saving in taxes. It's also the idea of, in addition, reducing alerts and reducing risk. We want to make sure that we're, we're in a place where, as she structures things, people are doing it ethically, doing it morally. But it, as we always say, looking for ways to morally, ethically, and legally, right, mm-hmm. disinherit the IRS. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because they're there, and it's important. It's important to, to, to look to do that. Right. And I think, uh, let me ask you this question, Danny, with that, uh, you mentioned the thousands and thousands of pages of tax code that's out there. And with that, I mean, that's hard to to weed through. And then there's always new laws that are going into this code. And your job, as you mentioned, is to stay up to date on that. But then you're able to transfer that and, and kind of break it down, I would say, in layman's terms for the average person who may not enjoy reading that tax code. <laughs> and yes, that that is exactly what we try to do. And a lot of times, uh, it's unfortunate, but a lot of times tax professionals aren't able to speak in what you call layman's terms uh, to explain to the client what they need to be doing every day in order to save money in taxes. And that's what we focus on here is making sure that the client understands. You know, we are, you know, we, I like to say that I focus as their CFO and they are their CEO of their company. So we want to make sure that they understand what they're doing because it is their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they might, we might have ideas that they don't always, you know, they don't always have to pick and choose every idea that we have. But you know what? We want to make sure that they're understanding throughout the year what they're doing, how they're doing it, and how much money they're going to be saving. Yeah. And, you know, Michelle, by the way, that's why the, the transfer and transition of really connecting with Danny works so smoothly because I, you know, that has been our philosophy all these years is, is, is really helping clients take ownership with their portfolio. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like they're a victim of the system. Well, you know, my, my money's down. I've lost money in my portfolio. Uh, you know, well, everybody's losing money, says their advisor and everybody else. And so they, you know, try and pacify. I'm saying, no, no, not, not everybody is losing money. And there are ways to restructure and reposition. It may or may not be right for you, but I mean, it's, isn't it important to, you know, know something and, and, and maybe not use it than not know it and, and need to use it. And so it's the idea of making sure that you're in a place where you have the knowledge necessary to kind of, as we talked before, kind of get, you know, get, get out of your own way. And uh, that's one of the things we are a big believer, whether it's financial planning, whether it's tax planning, advanced tax planning, estate planning, legacy planning, whatever. We are a big believer in preparing in advance. Mm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you don't you know, issues don't arise along the way, but it does mean you're focusing on preparing in advance. We're not going to wait until the markets crash to say, what should we do now? Right. We're going to prepare in advance. We're not going to wait until the next year tax season to say, oh my goodness, I paid way more than I originally anticipated in taxes. What should I do now? Well, we're going to, we're going to encourage our clients and it's a different philosophy because people aren't used to preparing in advance. They're really not. They're just, most people are used to reacting. Mm-hmm. What we want to do is prepare in advance so that way we can respond well and make tweaks because we're, we're ready for these movements uh, that can come and, and things that happen outside of our own control. Absolutely. And if you want to know more about the preparation, how you can prepare, how you can start your plan for your 2016 taxes, you want to do that right now. 
I'm going to give you this phone number. Give a call in and set up an appointment. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. You can always head to the website as well, leanonthewall.com. Michael, we have had an amazing show today on the Wealth and Health Show. And uh, we've talked about charities and the Big Dog Rescue Ranch. We've talked about taxes and we've talked about market volatility. With all of that, that's a lot to take in. But I know you want to say so long to everybody out there. Yeah. First off, I want to say, Danny, thanks for joining us today. You know, kind of being on the show and sharing some thoughts. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yep. And folks out there, uh, thanks for joining and tuning in each and every week. Next week, we're going to have some special guests, pretty uh, big celebs. You're not going to want to miss. Going to have some short segments there, as well as we may even have, if it works out schedule-wise, Danny back to talk about some more advanced tax strategy, because this is the season and how to protect your wealth. But looking forward to your comments and feedback. Join us at Lean on the Wall is our Twitter handle, at Lean on the Wall. Love to hear your insight or what you'd like to hear on the show. And as always, visit us at leanonthewall.com and share your feedback. We're looking for ways to add value to you as you live life. So enjoy the week. Spend time doing what matters. And remember, what we make time for in our lives defines our lives. Here's to living well in any economy. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. And to find out more about Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Products and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 866-943-2351. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.